This is the broadcast revolution taking place in the pandemic podcast. Hello, I'm Darren Ruback from Broadcast Revolution. And I'm Mike Young, also from Broadcast Revolution. And up until recently, I was with BBC National Radio. And that's quite useful because in this part of our podcasts, we're looking at national broadcast media consumption during the pandemic. Um, And we've got lots of research and headline figures to kind of chew over. Um, Sometimes it's quite hard to try and uh, scratch your head and come to any firm and fast conclusions on this, Darren. But if if we look at national television consumption, first of all, and I suppose in particular what we're talking about here is news consumption. As everyone knows, let's face it, we're all streaming lots, but news consumption, terrestrial channels classically are where we're turning to, tuning to the BBC 10 o'clock news or or a press conference. What's catching your eye in terms of the headlines that we can see here in this report? Well, interestingly, from the report, um, almost half the population, so 49%, uh, said that they consumed national BBC TV news every single day without fail. Um, And a lot of that is around, obviously, the daily press uh, press briefings uh, that sort of, you know, were um, uh, on, you know, Sky News and on obviously on BBC News. Um, Some of the other stats as well, uh, 40% said they consumed national commercial news every single day, meaning that in total, as I say, 89% of the British public were consuming TV uh, national news every single day without fail which is a humongous uh, stat there. Um, It's strange, isn't it? Because you kind of think, okay, everyone's sat at home during lockdown and watching Netflix or downloading something to watch, streaming away or whatever. But actually you forget that this was one of those linchpin moments where actually tuning to a live broadcast by Boris Johnson on, okay, this is how your life is going to be messed up for the next few weeks, months, into years now. Um, That became really important. And, And actually... TV news was maybe one of the ways we were really trying to to get that news into our into our households. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I think I think we were, as you say, we were all at home, and there was no escaping the the, the press conferences. Um, we 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 needed to consume them. We needed to know what was going on, and they, you know. The stats have kind of backed that up by by showing sort of you know eighty nine percent of us consuming it every single day. I suppose, as this report highlights, there's going to be fluctuations to this because there was plenty of fatigue with these press conferences after a while and we were all getting a bit exhausted of lockdown itself. And then, of course, lockdowns were eased and then there were tier systems. But actually, there was an enormous amount at peak times where Boris Johnson was, you know, just before Christmas saying, I'm really sorry, you're staying where you are. That was you could you could feel as you tuned into BBC One or however you were watching that press conference, you could feel actually probably every flat in this building, uh, every household's tuning in to find out what on earth is going on here. It was one of those moments, wasn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I think what, what's also interesting from from the research, um, it, it sort of says what, what happened with the press conferences is normally it led then led into the sort of the evening news. And there were opportunities there uh, for, other, you know, obviously analysing what had come from that, but then other stories as well, where sort of PR professionals um, could, could get their content on. But it was mm. there was such an audience that was still watching the news post the press conference as well that there were opportunities there to really maximize uh you know the 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 viewership and interesting as well that 
commercial outlets that weren't necessarily taking those press conferences live where BBC was covering them, maybe the likes of ITV1, but people were tuning in in their droves too the ITN sort of output, the, 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 the early evening bulletins, the, the, the ITN news at 10, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. They, they were really trying to get updates there. And again, showing the power of, you know, even just old fashioned traditional news bulletins were getting that big uptick in, in audience. Yeah. And I think the other thing, uh, just to summarise on sort of the national TV before we move on to national radio, there were mm-hmm. a lot of new programmes as well that were introduced. Um, so there were a lot of opportunities as well uh, for coronavirus, you know, specials. So there was a weekly uh, coronavirus special for BBC One, and then Five Live hosted regular, um, regular uh, programs. There was Health Check Live that was on the on BBC One as well, and um, the, you know, the One Show obviously covered it in in big big detail as well. So there were all these other extra opportunities as well for uh, you know for you know relatable stories um, around coronavirus. To, to get, you know, to get on air. Almost every public relations offer had to be kind of shaped through that prism of lockdown and the pandemic. Almost anything you were talking about, you had to factor this in. I mean, looking at a couple of other sort of stats that beyond our report, interesting to see that Ofcom were saying that actually public service broadcasters, BBC, ITV, Channel 4, Channel 5, they got their highest combined monthly share of broadcast TV viewing, just about 60% in more than six years at the start of the lockdown. Um, A Sky News article I'm looking at here, those Boris Johnson press conferences were being watched by 27 and a half million people at the peak of the pandemic. It makes you realise just what a massive thing this was. You were mentioning Five Live there, and we should have a little look at national radio consumption here as well. I know you're going to be talking in a separate part of this podcast about the regional side of things, but national-wise, that's interesting because classically, Rajar is what monitors national radio audiences. Well, Rajar hasn't been compiled. Uh, the Rajar diaries haven't been filled in by people uh, during lockdown, during the pandemic. But what I think the stats are, are highlighting here is, is every single day, 20% of the British public reported listening to a national BBC radio station. 30% were listening two to three times a week. BBC, we know, tends to have BBC radio services are heard by half the country, uh, you know, on a, on a weekly basis. But that's local radio and all sorts of things. Whereas national radio, you're imagining the likes of the Today programme on Radio 4, Five Live Breakfast, Five Live Drive. PM was interesting on Radio 4, where they were having to expand because they suddenly realised the entire duration of PM was usually a press conference from num- number 10. So they had to make it a bigger programme. Um, you and yours on Radio 4, a consumer programme on which I was working through a lot of this you noticed that the phone-in that we did every Tuesday was getting an enormous amount of interest. I mean, virtually every question we asked was COVID-related, pandemic-related, how people were coping, what people were finding was happening to them. But every week, you could just see the lines just went ballistic, the emails coming in, in their hundreds. It was almost impossible to ask anything apart from pandemic-related stuff, and and we didn't for, for week after week after week. And I think it very similar to to what I just said before for national uh, TV, national radio had lots of opportunities as well. Lots of different shows, uh, you know, on Radio 4 and Radio 5 um, where, you know, specials that were put together where there were opportunities for for brands and for for PR professionals to get relatable coronavirus stories on, on air as well. Yeah. I mean, what a time to be working in the travel industry where, you know, 
I know that if I was to say probably the subject matter that was coming through most often through the inbox to, to, to Radio 4, it was often about what's happening to my holidays. I need to cancel. I need to delay. I want a refund. Um, the people talking about weddings or massive family events or big events have been booked. So many different people impacted in so many different ways away from, of course, the primary thing, which was, of course, people's health and well-being uh, and the people affected there. But almost every element of our lives, the working from home side of things and the impact that was having, the schools being shut, um, so many massive subjects and so many different very unusual opportunities for voices to be heard on the air talking about these sorts of issues that where, you know, the year before this, the, the big story was Brexit. Brexit just disappeared. Uh, it was it was you know suddenly you know something that had been in our lives and discussed on national radio and television so much suddenly it was this it was something completely different um, now, and, yeah, and, and really our, quite surreal to work through absolutely and our consumption you know of and our engagement with radio you know increased so significantly during this period but with remote working that's you know set to be obviously key and the new normal going forward we we expect these figures to remain constantly or consistently high should i say um you know i think i think you know more of us working from home more of us having the radio on and our freedom to listen to our own radio stations rather than being in the office um you know the figures are going to stay high going forward certainly that's what a lot of the broadcasters are going to be hoping for is that they can keep these uh, these audiences and it's going to be really interesting to see as a means of measuring these audiences come back the likes of Rajar to see what impact this is having um, uh, but certainly a fascinating time for the news outlets and, and frankly old-fashioned terrestrial stations suddenly they had something a press conference at number 10 that was live and people wanted to hear it live bit like a sports game match whatever cricket football people wanted it live it wasn't as enjoyable watching a recording you've been listening to the broadcast revolution taking place in the pandemic follow us on twitter at broadcast revo and instagram at broadcast revolution